0: The year is 2022, and the best pass rushing duo in the NFL belongs to the Los Angeles Chargers.
1: You are Locked On Chargers. Your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Droegemeier, and we've been covering the Chargers together for over six seasons, but we're heading into our fifth season as the host of the Lockdown Chargers Podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen. To make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. But In case it wasn't clear to start the show, the best edge-rushing duo in the NFL, the best pass-rushing duo in the NFL, both belong to Los Angeles Chargers, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, but we're also going to be getting into what each of them had to say at their OTA press conferences about Khalil Mack's health, and also Joey Bosa coming early this year because he feels something special. But, David, I don't think there's any argument to be made here. I went through all the numbers and the best – Pass rushing duo in the NFL is Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa.
1: You're damn right about that. 10 Pro Bowl nods, 10 seasons of 10 plus sacks, Defensive Player of the Year award for Khalil Mack in 2016, 30 plus forced fumbles between them, and a grand total of 134 and a half sacks between these two gentlemen. Put some respect on their name, Daniel. They are without a doubt the best pass-rushing duo in the NFL.
0: And I said both to start the show because I think both are true. I think if you look at the best pass-rushing duos and the best edge-rushing duos, I think the Chargers check the box for both of those things. And I think when you look at it, obviously you're hoping that Khalil Mack can get healthy, but it's easy to forget how good he was even last season, right? Six sacks, seven games. He was super, super productive. And for Joey Bosa, he's been playing at a level in the top tier of, you know, edge rushers, For a long time. I mean, the last four seasons for him, his pass rush win rate, eighth last year, first, third, fifth. He's been in the top eight the last four seasons running. I mean, you don't have the gaudy sack numbers, but that's why when you're missing games and you're trying to calculate that in, you use the percentage because that's just how often he's beating the dude in front of him and then you also add in the fact that Joey Bosa had seven force fumbles last year and you add in the fact David that both of these guys are playing with their best counterpart that they've ever had and what that will unlock in each of their games and this is such a big thing for the Chargers just because of what it's going to unlock for them defensively and all the things it's going to cover up as far as their 2021 deficiencies and I think when you're looking at who would the argument be for I think the biggest argument could be made for Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Max Crosby coming off a ridiculous year last year. I mean, one of the best, if not, you know, the best edge rushers as far as pressure percentages, pass rush win rate, and things like that kind of came out of nowhere. And Chandler Jones, you know, only a few seasons ago had 19 sacks. But, David, I still don't think that's enough to unseat Joey Bosa and Khalil Max.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, not quite yet. I mean, I, I think obviously you look at Chandler Jones and he's the one that that's kind of carrying the heaviest load for the, for this partnership at least over the, the league, past. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, having been in the league for uh, 11 years, uh, obviously, you know, he is on a hall of fame track. I think there's no, no question about that with the type of numbers that he's put up seven of 11, 10 plus sack seasons. Um, you know, and that's, you know, just ridiculous 33 forced fumbles. Uh, I mean, he's a four time pro Bowl or super bowl champion. Uh, This guy is, you know, he's just been a model of consistency is if he's been healthy, he has been a terrorizer of quarterbacks during his career in the NFL. And then for champ and for Max Crosby, he, you know, he's very young. He's only got a couple of seasons in the NFL. Um, his 2021 season was fantastic, and I think maybe there is a little bit of recency bias out there uh, as far as Max Crosby is concerned with his performance with the giant contract that he was just rewarded with uh, from the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, but I mean, hey, two solid edge rushers there. But I think if you're looking at, at complete games here re- between these guys, I think that's where the separation begins. Yeah. And I mean,
0: I think it, it's because you're combining two things, right? You're looking at the career totals, right? And, and the, yeah. the whole package and what they've done throughout their career. And you're also looking at how good they were just last season. And that's yeah. a little tougher. Khalil Mack because obviously he missed 10 games, but yeah. the first thing you look at is sacks, right? So if you're like, Hey, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby had more sacks than the chargers last year. That is true. They did. They had two more sacks. The Chargers had 16 and a half with their two guys. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby had two more sacks. They had 18 and a half. But the Chargers did theirs in nine less games. Khalil Mack <laughs> missed 10 games last year. Joey Bosa missed two games last year. Chandler Jones missed two games last year. So, like, I think if they had those nine games back, you're probably adding a few on maybe, you know, seven or eight onto that total. I don't at even think least. it'd be close. But then you even look at the advanced statistics, right? Max Crosby, great last year. Your pass rush one, right? Number one, right? His mm-hmm. pressure percentage, number four. Both of those things, elite numbers. But We are also banking that that's who this dude is now. Because if you go back to 2020, pass rush win rate, 79th, 2019, 80th, right? Pressure percentage, 58th in 2020, 57th in 2019. Consistency, nowhere near the upper echelon of dudes. One who's been a defensive player of the year and the other one who's, you know, annual perennial pro uh, Pro bowl player with the pedigree and the advanced metrics to back him up. Same thing for Chandler Jones. I mean, if you look, it has pass rush win rate last year, 44th. I know 10 and a half sacks is good. Still, that doesn't tell the whole story. 2020, 67th, 2019, even the year he had 19 sacks in a season, he was still 21st. So, I mean, even though their numbers, David, I mean, if you're just looking at sacks and things like that, I mean, especially with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, maybe didn't have those raw sack numbers, but I think if you look a little deeper, it's clear that there's levels to this. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack are number one, and you could definitely make a strong argument that those other two guys are number two.
1: Absolutely. I think you can. I mean, hey, they're a great duo and I think they are going to do some fantastic things together. But also, I think you have to consider where these two guys are at in their careers. Chandler Jones is thirty-two years old. I mean, he is on the wrong side of thirty, and yeah, there's a couple of examples of guys still having success around that age. You know, hey, n- namely, you know, the the guy who just got a gigantic contract in, in Buffalo, uh, Von Miller. Uh, yeah, he's still been very productive, but I mean, I think that the names on those lists are very few and far between. So you're banking on Chan- Chandler Jones to be able to keep up with that type of production the more that he ages, and unfortunately for him. Father time's undefeated. (laughs) The father time always wins. And for Max Crosby, that one fantastic season, can he replicate that year after year after year? And then also the other thing, if we're just talking about these guys as complete players and we bring in the run, stop statistics and the run defense statistics into the conversation, then I think the, the, the divide, it turns into more (laughs) of like the grand Canyon because Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, uh, have been phenomenal in their career against the run if you look at PFF they have plus 80 plus 90 run stop percentage or uh, you know run defense grade excuse me throughout their career they are a complete football players there's no question
0: yeah and and they are the best edge rushing pair you know, an edge player, payer duo in the entire league for sure. When you look at the whole package, because both of these guys have been elite run stoppers and pass rushers. And that just, you don't find those dudes very often. Chandler Jones, much more of a specialist, much more of a pure pass rusher, not bringing as much of the dirty work. Max Crosby had a fantastic year against the run last year, but was pretty average before that. So we're still going off that one year sample. I'm giving the mantle to Bosa and Mac, obviously the Bo Mac brothers, and I think the reason they're number one is a couple of things. I mean, I think if you were talking about Aaron Donald and Von Miller, it's a different conversation, right? But yeah. you're talking about Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. I don't think it's the same. And I think there's just the gap between Floyd and Mac and Bosa is too much to make up the greatness of Aaron Donald. And I say the same thing about TJ Watt and someone like Cam Hayward, right? Yeah. Even though it's not all edge rushers, just as far as pass rushing duos go, I'd put them still in a lower tier and then the other one that I've seen at the top of some lists out there is Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons and let me tell you one thing Micah Parsons is a freak I mean that dude by himself yeah for sure but I mean (laughs) if you're looking at Demarcus Lawrence I mean he hasn't had a double digit sack season in over three seasons right so it's six and a half three and five over the last three years 14 and a half over three seasons with some injuries mixed in and the Chargers have had their own injuries but Michael Barson's a freak. I'm not ready to give them that mantle yet between those two guys. I still think that the, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, they're the cream of the crop, right? They're elite players. Total packages. I mean, you can't ask for much more and the Chargers have both of them in Los Angeles right and now. I think and you're going to see the guys. best
1: out of those guys this year, too.
0: I do. Yeah, I mean, and what they're going to bring out of each other. But there's definitely something special going on for the Chargers right now. And Joey Bosa, voice of that. Over the week at OTAs after practice, he talked about why he came in early. He doesn't usually go to the voluntary OTAs. He made it this year, and he feels because they have a real shot to do something. So we're going to get into that after this. But my money, I'm going all in. If there was a betonline.net bet for the best pass rushing duo, my money would be all in. Bet the ranch, right? Bet the farm on it, on Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. But betonline.net is where I do all of my betting. And as you guys may have seen, the Golden State Warriors won over you know last night, the finals. Definitely had some action on that, so thank you to betonline.net. And the finals now are over in the NBA, but they're just getting started in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The first game overtime, crazy, crazy game. Make sure you guys are getting in on the action at betonline.net, the number one place to place all of your bet. This year, basketball, you have just happened in NHL, and you also have Major League Baseball. It's still going to be going on, especially for Padres and some Dodgers fans. Uh, there's a lot of great bets and great props and you have live in-game betting so you can always change your fortune but bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting esports playoffs and more so make sure you guys head to the website or use your mobile device today to check out all the trends and the action at bet online where the game starts all right david one of the things that spurred this conversation was just us hearing you know joey Bosa and khalil mac and kind of talking about each other's games and you know fantasizing over what these dudes are going to do this season going off of each other and learning from each other like these dudes are you know are going to create a frankenstein baby of pass rushers you don't want to see lined up across from you if you're a tackle and i think it's gonna you know help out the right tackle situation because there's going to be a couple of good guys that are going to push those two and and really you'll find out who is going to be the best player to man that position
1: and Chris Rumpf, too, man. Can you imagine just the uh, overabundance <laughs> of wealth of knowledge that those two guys are going to be able to impart on Chris Rumpf? Yeah. My goodness. He is in a and Kyle
0: Noy in that Chris room. And too. Kyle
1: Noy, yeah. Having all that experience and, and all of those pass rushing moves. I mean, you're about to get a doctorate in pass rushing by Professor Joey <laughs> Bosa and Khalil Mack.
0: I do also want to tell you guys too before we get back into what Joey Bose had to say and why he feels like this is so special. Locked On is doing something cool right now where you guys get to voice your opinion on what you like and don't like across the Locked On podcast network and specifically for our show as well. And it won't take you guys very long. And everyone that completes the survey has a one in a chance to win one of ten hundred dollar MasterCards that you guys can get or TicketMaster credits that you can get so you can go to the game because that's obviously the best part. But all you guys have to do is go to lockdown slash survey and tell us how you feel about everything. We very much appreciate all your guys' help. But David, one of the things that stood out to me about Joey Bosa because it, it seemed a little bit different already because he showed up to OTAs, the yeah. voluntary kind. And he doesn't yeah. do that. I mean he's no. a very he has a very strict off season plan. Creature of habit with his brother in Florida, him and Nick Bosa where their family lives in Florida, they go out there and they train together until the last possible moment, and he shows up for all the mandatory stuff, and I understand it, because if you're trying to do all that, and then making a, a random trip across the country, I mean, it's not going to necessarily help you, but when he was asked about it this year, he said it felt a little bit different, and he said, now that we've added some great pieces of the team, I think we all just kind of have that feeling that if we come together, if we give it our best shot, that we can really take this all the way. That's probably it. You never know how many shots you're going to have left. This is year seven together. Hopefully, we have many more, but you never know, and I think that is really indicative of, I think, how a lot of this team feels right now, David. There's a different kind of buzz in the air. He also had his coach, Giff Smith, you know, calling him repeatedly, telling him to come to the voluntary part of the Chargers OTAs. But it just kind of just goes along with kind of what we've been feeling like covering this team.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there is something different in the air. There is no question about it. And one thing that we can always rely on from Joey Bosa is Joey Bosa is going to be 100% real and himself. He has been that way since he has put on a Chargers uniform and stepped up to a podium. Some of the funniest answers you will ever hear, but always real. And I think he's the one that's saying, hey, this feels different. This team right here, the moves that they've made, the completeness of these units on both sides, there's an air of excitement, but also an air of seriousness because they know what they have put together is something that could turn into a championship. It's something that could turn into something the Chargers organization has been searching for for its entirety. It's been elusive, but I think the players know that they have a real chance to do something special. And that's why you see a guy the caliber of Joy Bosa showing up to something that that is voluntary because he sees guys like J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack and Sebastian Joseph Day and seeing these real dogs, these real football players out here. And he wants to get that chemistry going as soon as possible because the sooner they get on the same page, the sooner they're going to be wrecking shop on Sundays.
0: Yeah, exactly, and he also talked about that coach being back where he used to be, and that is Giff Smith, the guy who's kind of a legend around the Chargers part, yes. I think, just as far Especially as, Especially you know, to Joey Bosa, too. 100%, and has been with Bosa since his rookie year, so, I mean, he's on his third head coach, started with Mike McCoy, made it through Anthony Wynn, is now still retained with Brandon Staley, even after bringing in some Shows like you the Jay quality
1: Rogers. of Giff Smith, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it shows you kind of the respect the players have for him and just the respect that so many people around the NFL have for him. But one of the things that's changing this year is Giff Smith is going to be coaching outside linebackers, which is what he used to do, basically coaching pass rushers, especially with Gus Bradley and those teams. But last year he was the interior defensive line coach, basically. Right. they don't call it that, but that's basically what it was. And Jay Rogers, a guy who was more of a defensive line coach, was coaching the outside linebackers. That's swapping. This year. But it was a little interesting to hear him say, Yeah, I was a little shocked with the news, just didn't really understand that at first. But I think Jay Rogers is doing great with the D line. We're obviously still together plenty and we have a good relationship. And me and Giff have an unspoken relationship because they've been together so long. But I do think that is something, David, that is a benefit for both units going into the year.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, hey, if you, if you got a coach that's really more so working on the on the interior of the defense line, that's more of his specialty. I mean, it seems like it's a, a no brainer to put him in that situation and have a guy who has been primarily coaching on the outside, you know, your edge rushers deal with that group, and also that that relationship that's already been formed between himself and Joey Bosa is going to be able to help everyone in that room be more comfortable because Joey Bosa already knows how Giff Smith communicates and and how he teaches and he can kind of help break that down to the other guys that are in the room the thing that helps is Khalil Mack's already been in a defense that's very similar to the one that the Chargers are playing he understands the terminology he gets that kind of stuff so that's going to help as well but having Joy Bosa with that relationship with his position coach I think is just going to help everyone in that room perform better
0: Yeah, and I think it's everyone kind of getting back to what they're best at, right? And I mean, credit to Brandon Sealy because that must have been a weird conversation kind of to have with those dudes. It's like, hey, you could have kind of done this from the first minute we came in, right? And there's a different level of prestige and maybe different kind of coaching options that can sprout from either one of those things. I'm not necessarily sure of the hierarchy there, but it does seem like they're going to be, you know, getting credit for the dudes that they're better at coaching, at least historically during their coaching careers. But it is funny you brought up Chris Rump because he did talk about Chris Rump and said, he was asked basically if the string bean nickname has stuck because supposedly Chris Rump has been hitting the weight room. And he said, yeah, he's like asparagus. That's perfect. That's good. He's an asparagus or a celery now. And David, I mean, I think Chris Rump would probably walk in after that. And just be like, I'm big now. I'm huge. You know, like, I, I don't know. if he, I don't know if he's digging asparagus, even even though if it's an upgrade from string bean. I don't know if he's loving it.
1: Uh no, he's definitely not <laughs> loving it. I mean that that's not a great name at all I'm especially so yeah, when they're talking about him putting on weight and now he's like okay, now you're a, a celery. Somebody right. has like nothing to it there, there's like no yeah you value. gain some weight
0: but you're still a little pop
1: <laughs> there's mm-hmm. zero nutritional value so it's like come on man uh, at least make me like uh mm-hmm. you know what like a, a short rib or something i mean i need to I have mean, some I you're some having kind him graduate beef from beef
0: vegetables me. yeah altogether. i mean i guess maybe an eggplant right it's much thicker
1: <laughs> right yeah, sure egg, yeah even know. that man i would take that absolutely i mean honestly i saw him um, In the media day, he definitely looks like he's a little bit yeah. bigger, a little bit thicker. I mean, and we all knew that that was something that he needed to do. So, I mean, hey, hopefully he has the size that they're looking for now, or at least a little bit closer to it.
0: Yeah, and like you talked about, I mean, that dude getting the, you know, invaluable experience of getting to pick the brains of Kyle Noy, a two-time Super Bowl champion, and Khalil yep. Mack, a defensive player of the year. In a perennial pro bowler like Joey Bosa, who just comes from a ridiculous pass rushing family, right? Yes. Knows all the secrets of Nick Bosa as well. So, I mean, he has all the secrets in that flowing hair that Joey Bosa has. Shout out to that because, I mean, Joey Bosa. locks
1: are luscious, man. Oh, yeah.
0: He's letting him flow. I mean, Justin (laughs) Herbert must have gotten to him. Maybe he's trying to hop on that, you know, head and shoulders deal that he's Justin Herbert's. Got going, but I mean, it's just it was cool to hear him because it's always great to hear him at the podium. He is super genuine. And it seems yeah. like he definitely feels like something is different this year. And I think Khalil Mack does as well. And he also talked about that. And especially because he was broken last year, right? And yeah. now he's coming back from injury after surgery. And now he says he's feeling much better. So we're going to talk about his health status at this point. But my car was dealing with something pretty bad as well. And it's because my brakes were making this noise <laughs> oh, out of nowhere. No squeaking, no nothing. But what did I do? I went to rockauto.com and I got myself some new brake parts to fix that problem because it was super embarrassing. And I also had a friend tell me that he had to sign a waiver one time because his brakes were so bad and they thought they would just give out. So I had to think about that in the day that I waited for the parts from rockauto.com. But rockauto.com is the only place I go for any of my auto part needs, because why do I go to a chain storefront and have a guy ask me questions that I don't know a lot about because I don't know a lot about cars? When I go to rockauto.com, Type in the type of car that I have in a few easy clicks. I'm finding the part that I need, and I'm also getting the best price. Why spend 50 70% more on auto parts when you can go to rockauto.com, support a family-run business, and you can also save money, more importantly. And the best thing about rockauto.com to me is the simplicity. It's always a headache when anything goes wrong with your car. Instead, go to RockAuto; They'll help you out. They have everything that you need, the biggest selection that you're going to go find. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts they have available for your car or truck and write Lockdown in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, David. Well, we talked about Joey Bosa, the one half of the best pass rushing, edge rushing duo in the entire NFL. We didn't talk about Khalil Mack, who, I mean, I think was short and sweet at his press conference. I mean, you definitely get the feeling he's a business first, ball first kind of guy. They did say
1: he's not much of a talker. He likes to let his actions on the field speak volumes for him.
0: Exactly. And I think the volume that's been speaking the loudest about him during this offseason is getting him back and what version of him that they're going to get and it starts yeah. with getting him out on the field and we know so far during all these otas and mini camps and all of these things he's been out there but he hasn't been able to do anything full speed so he's basically been relegated to just doing walkthroughs at this point but he was asked about his health and he said it's smooth man smooth i won't get really give a detailed update but i'll be ready and then when brandon steely was talking about him he said calio's doing great out there i think we. he he got here from now, he's made a lot of progress. He's a guy you know, guys will know. He knows himself better than any of us, so he'll be ready to go. There's a long journey between now and our first game, but I really like the progress that he's made, and if I know anything about Khalil Mack, I know he'll be ready to go. So, I mean, that's good news, David. There's no setbacks, nothing like that, because all you're hoping is that dude can get out there and be healthy because of how special it could be and how much we really want to watch it.
1: Khalil Mack, I don't care if he participates in these off-season programs whatsoever. I want him to be 100% healthy all of this stuff in the grand scheme of it sure it's valuable to to most people but clue been around the block in the nfl okay i would much rather just have him a clean bill, bill of health have his wind about him and when training camp comes and uh, he can hit the ground running and go full speed that's all that matters to me uh you can definitely get in big trouble with injuries in this part of the part of the uh the, the year the off yeah. off season you don't want any of that to compromise the things that the chargers have planned to do this season.
0: Yeah. And I mean, now, you know, it's on them because I mean, when you're at the charge facility, you know, they have a lot of programs and things like that to keep it sure you know, everyone is not getting stressed out too much and nothing's yeah. too tenuous to put them at a higher risk of injury. And they track all these things. Now it's crazy. How far science has gone has come. And then also just crazy, you know, that the chargers have someone now that's so invested in, in taking that group and, sports performance to the next level which really paid dividends for them last year as far as keeping their stars on the field and as far as you know really limiting the amount of off-season injuries that the Chargers had I mean I think that's just huge and Brandon Staley has fully fully embraced that part of it and the Chargers as well footed the bill for a brand new sports performance staff and all of those things that they did all of them deserve credit but you're just hoping he can be out there I mean I'd take Khalil Mack let alone, you know, offseason activity. If they just put him on one of those like one leg scooters and had him rushing the passer that way, I mean, I could get down with that too. Like, just get that <laughs> dude still, out of He's still going to get there. <laughs> yeah. Another thing about it is, it's like you're not worried because he's known this defense before. And he has right. asked about it. And he said, that's the thing. Strangely enough, the defensive calls are pretty much all the same just different wording, just figuring out the different tangibles as far as what Brandon Staley wants and the defensive staff want from myself first and foremost, making sure I'm able to affect games the way I know how to affect games. And I think that's the biggest difference between, say, Khalil Mackie and Kenneth Murray. I mean, first of all, he's already done it, right? Right. I mean, he's already been an all-pro at two different positions. He's already done everything you could hope to achieve in the NFL as a defender as far as individual awards go. But He knows the system. He's already familiar. You're not worried about getting him up to speed and you just feel like, hey, as long as he's healthy, the defensive part of that's not going to be a problem. And the other part of it is now you have someone who's filling that edge position that fully knows what he's supposed to do at all times. I mean, I thought in Chenin Wilson was impressive last year. I thought he had a good season, but it took him a while. It took him a while to get acclimated to the Chargers' defense. Now you get somebody that's going to hit the ground running, and you also get Joey Bosa also entering into his second season and that level of familiarity.
1: Well, it's fantastic for Khalil Mack because it just takes so much less off his plate. He gets traded to a new team, but this new team has already got a defense. (laughs) Yeah, a much better team. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) But he gets traded to a team with a head coach that he's – intimately familiar with you know somebody who has worked alongside him before and already understands how he thinks and understands the defense that they're running so he doesn't have to worry about onboarding all of that information learning a completely new playbook like brandon staley helped him do in one week pretty much to get ready to go play a game uh he already understands it now so all he has to worry about is getting himself healthy getting himself right and going out there and doing what he does because he's already proven that if he is healthy and he is on the field, he is an absolute terror, and he has never at any point in his NFL career had somebody the caliber of Joey Bosa r- rushing on the opposite side of him. That's why it's so exciting, the fact that these two guys hopefully are going to be ready to go and rush the quarterback at the same time on the same field. Mm-hmm. Man, that's going to be so fun to watch and such a terror for opposing offensive coordinators to try to figure out who do I block on any given play and the games that they're going to be able to play and all of the creative ways they are going to attack opposing offenses. I can't wait to see it, man. It's going to be so exciting.
0: Yeah. And I think the cool thing about those two dudes specifically is they don't do it the same. I mean, Joey Bosa talked about, you know, how they're different guys as far as the way they rush the passer. And the one thing that Khalil Mack has, and I think even an edge on Joey Bosa, which is crazy because he's a horse and a bear, as he would probably yeah. rather be called. Yeah. But, like, the level of physical imposing that Khalil Mack does on <laughs> yeah. the edge, like the amount of forklifting and bull rushing, like you're just, like, God forbid these guys are, like, switching places mid-game, which I'm sure will happen, right? But, like, these tackles are, like, all right, you know, I kind of – Got a little beat on Joey Bosa, maybe. And then you just have Khalil Mack switching to your side and picking uh-huh. you up and just tossing you to the side like you're yes. nothing. Like that must be such a demoralizing feeling for any offensive uh-huh. tackle. And now you have two guys with such a diverse skill set now, sharing, you know, picking each other's brains. And I just think when you add that dynamic and the amount of physicality that Khalil Mack's gonna bring to the edge of the Chargers defense, something that was really hugely questionable in 2021, and yeah. just having someone who is just going to stick there, eat a double team. If he has to, you know, eat glass if he has to, Mm. to make a play and and keep a hard edge for the team. So you're not just having guys break outside of contain and and running wild. This is a dude that
1: has the mentality of, Hey, I got to get bloody before I get my money. And that means he Mm -hmm. needs to stop the run and do that first before he can go out there and get after the quarterback in those third and long situations. He has that mentality already. That's such a rare kind of mentality to have. And he brings that to the table. So, Man, that's It's just it's awesome that mentality, that physicality that he's going to bring. I think it's going to be an edge, a toughness that has kind of been missing from this Chargers defense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the Chargers needed to get faster, and I think they needed to get more physical during this offseason, and they did both. Uh, yeah. and then obviously they needed more playmaking ability, and they didn't, they got that Check. too. And just then what Cleo Mack do also does, right? Is like. He's a guy that lives up to primetime lights, right? Comes back from injury, comes back first game as a bear, sacks Aaron Rodgers three times, right? Like, the dude gets up for the big moments, and he's a closer who can go out there and get a sack that's going to win you a game. And just the amount of games the Chargers have needed, someone like that, and someone not named Joey Bosa and Derwin James to show up has been a lot. And now they have a couple more of those guys in Mac and JC Jackson that can just end your game you know and yeah and just secure a win for you which gets really really tough in the nfl because there is a ton of parody but one of the things i do want to touch on real quickly is just him talking about returning to brandon sale and i thought this was an interesting quote from me. he said he's the same guy he's always had that kind of head coach of swagger to him or about himself he's always been very knowledgeable bright and fun to be around he's the same dude and i think what it tells me david is first of all he is genuine and he's not changing, right? They've been apart from each other for several years now. And he comes back and he's still the same dude, which is one of the reasons, you know, another feather in his cap as far as how he coaches. And the other thing is David, for me is just like another kind of, reaffirmation that the chargers made the right move in hiring brandon staley just because it's like these this dude guys want to come play for him right and he's made those connections and those connections have paid off especially this offseason with all the former staley know that have joined in on the cause trying to tag along for a super bowl run hopefully but like i could be totally wrong david but it's just so hard for me not to push all my chips in the middle of the table and just be like brandon staley is a good head coach and is going to be an elite head coach
1: well it's one thing to believe in someone's knowledge and understands someone's, uh, you know, acumen when it comes sure. to football, it's another thing entirely to understand the value of the man and the integrity yeah. of the man. And it's just quite simply, every single person that you talk to talk about Brandon Staley has a uniform response. It's all the same. This guy is who he is. He's very likable. He's very personable. He's a guy that makes you feel comfortable, but also commands respect. And you know that this guy understands what he's talking about. He has a clear understanding of where he wants to go and where he wants to take this organization and this football team. And he has the buy-in from every single member of this team and this organization.
0: Absolutely. And it shows up in so many different ways. I mean, the acumen, it's crazy. that You question that more at this point, right? Not him, you know, having the locker room and all that stuff. And he had the number one defense in the NFL. The only year he was a defensive coordinator. And it doesn't always translate. Not all coordinators are good head coaches, but like, that's usually when they can't handle the head coach responsibilities, yeah. right? Which is like being able to relate with all the players and make, being able to make all these hard decisions. Like Brian Staley has that in spades. Yeah. He has the, you know, balls to go for it all the time. And I love that about him. Cause we've seen it both ways. Even if, you know, that frustrates some fans, like, I love just about everything this man has done since he's taken over, and the the ways that the Chargers have even changed their roster construction since he's taken over, everything I think has been, a, been a change in the right direction, which is why this feels special, which is yes. why you feel like the Chargers have a roster that could potentially take them to the Super Bowl, and they have a guy that you know looks like Thor that you know is at the helm of the offense as well, which throwing lightning bolts all the down the field, baby. Absolutely, but. Brandon Staley, uh, I'm a big believer, and I'm all in on it. And this year, I think with the guys they have defensively, right, I don't think you'll be able to bring up all the questions people had about one of the worst defenses fair, right? I mean, they were one of the worst defenses in the NFL this year. If they do that again, okay, it might be time to question Brandon Staley's defensive acumen. But until then, I'm fully sold on this, dude, and I can't wait to see how the season plays out. But he also talked about a couple of guys that he thinks of as the biggest standouts at the mandatory minicamp session. We're going to talk about that on monday but to make sure you guys don't miss it go subscribe to the live john chargers youtube channel wherever you get your podcast from but Go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel <laughs> and also follow the show wherever you get your podcast from, from the podcast audience, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're still working on Google Podcasts and trying to get that fixed. But there's always a place to find the show and find a different link for it. And you can do that on all of our social media. We post the show every day to our Twitter at Lockdown LAC, on our Instagram at On Chargers and on our On Chargers Facebook page. You can also find it on our personal Twitters, me at Dan Talk Sports and David Droegemeyer at Droegemeyer. SD. And we did miss fan mail Friday this week, but we will be getting back into it next Friday unless a meteor falls out of the sky. So make sure to get your voicemails in as well at 323-524-7924. But Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, best pass Russian duo in the NFL. But who are the two guys who stood out the most? We'll get into that on Monday from the mandatory minicamp sessions because they are off now for five weeks. But until then, guys, take it easy and go bolts.